Welcome to another NY Jets Fans Podcast with host Davin Sharman and Chris. As today, we have a special guest with us, uh, Mr. Kyle Douglas. He was with us back in the first episodes, you know, when the, when the mics was all scruffled and everything like that. But anyways, forget about that. But uh, what's going on, Kyle? How how you feeling about How you feeling? I'm feeling good. Um, uh, looking forward to the season. You know, I'm hopeful. Like I'm, I'm really hopeful for a good season this year. I'm liking, um, you know, some of the moves we made so far. And I, I know it's still, you know, still off season time. So I'm eager to see, um, you know, what stuff they do. You know, what they have in the uh, in the works going into the um, preseason. Correct. Yes, sir. I, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. So, um, before we get into our Jets talk, let's talk some uh, some NFL talk real quick. Well, before we get into that, uh, make sure y'all follow us on um, Twitter, Jets Fans Podcast, and uh, Instagram, NY Jets Fans Podcast. Um, and we also want to say happy birthday to Joe Namath. Yes, and, sir. And, yeah, the goat. <laughs> oh yeah. And uh, Connie and Connie Carberg, um, the first female scout. Um, long time Jet Scout. So uh definitely want to yeah. say happy birthday yes. to y'all. Happy birthday to both um, so, yeah. so so yeah, as we Two move along, lessons. uh we're gonna talk about we gonna talk about uh we wanna first talk about Nick Foles. Uh basically him and his wife, they had a miscarriage uh last week, uh which is very oh. sad, but um they basically uh Nick Foles' wife encouraged Nick Foles to go back to Jackson basically to go back to the Jaguars for OTAs. Um how 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 important and how important that was and last but not least, uh should Nick Foles have came back. Yeah, uh, I, I, I you know what that that's one of the worst things I don't even want to think about it, but it's gotta be one of the worst things that you could go through as a parent, um or a hopeful parent. Um I, I don't know how he I don't I don't know how he even got back to work, to be honest. I'd be devastated for probably a, a lot longer than he is. But, you know, God bless him and his and his wife. And and it's amazing that he got back. And I think it's it's going to be great. I think it's going to pay huge div- dividends down the road because um, he's shown his teammates, hey, I'm here no matter what. I got your back. And they got his back, I'm sure. So I, I think it's definitely going to pay dividends. And that's the kind of guy he is, you know, seeing how he did in Philly and how much he was loved there. So. Yeah, yeah this guy. Yeah, this, yeah, he's he's proven. I think I think in his time that he's quite the uh, good locker room. I mean, great locker room guy uh, uh, in Philly. A lot of, a lot of the Philly players really loved him and didn't really hated to see him go. But uh, on 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 the subject at hand, man, I mean, uh, man, it's it's a horrible thing to hear about. You know, for somebody to go through. I can't even imagine how what they're feeling right now for the for his wife to be okay. Him going back, um, man. Uh, God bless. Uh, God bless them. I hope. Uh, I hope everything. Um, I hope they're able to kind of gather the strength they need to kind of get through all of that. Uh, uh, but on the football side, I think. Uh, I think he's gonna be fine. Um, um, the mental uh, aspect of this and the emotional aspect of this is gonna be way more trying than anything he's ever gonna do uh, on foot in football. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think I think you know in my opinion I just want to say uh I think I think uh it says a lot for Nick Foles to even come back you know 
Um, the reason why is because this is Nick Foles' new team. And last but not least, you know, he's trying to develop chemistry with Fournette mm-hmm. and all the other guys on offense. So, you know, it kind of says a lot as a leader. You know, you're the quarterback. You're the leader of this team now. So, yeah, I think is I think that's a um, I think that's a positive, and you know, for for the whole team, they they need to be there for for him, you know, because that's a very that's a very tough loss, you know, having having something that's supposed to be a blessing in your life that shuts down on y'all. Um, so yeah, I, you know, I just want to say that you, Mr. Nick Foles, and to your wife, um, we we hope that uh, things work out and things get better for y'all and. You know, and it's not the end. You know, y'all can y'all can always try again. You know, hopefully, you know, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's, it's all easier said than done. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's, definitely. It's easier said than done. So as we move along, um, we want to talk about uh the Seahawks. Oh, man, it's it's kind of fun. It's a funny situation. Um, the Seahawks is suing a, a football player. Uh, his name is uh, Mr. McDowell, if I recall. Let me see. Let me check to make sure because I don't want to get, get anything wrong. Um, yeah, they suing, suing McDowell for 800000 bonus money back. Um, Mr. McDowell, if nobody don't know who Mr. McDowell is, he was a, a 35th pick in the 2017 draft, which is the second round, early second round. So basically they had high hopes for this guy. Um and basically what happened was was that they paid them, I'm going to say, about $2.5 million in bonus money. And basically he didn't play in that 2017 or 2018 season, which we call, which happens to bring – basically Seattle had to release him in March. Um, and they want $800,000 in that bonus money back. Uh, <laughs> is that the right thing for Seattle to do? Uh, Kyle, Kyle, get in here, man. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say it, 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 I would say it all depends on um the circumstances of it. But you know, we had what was it um was it Ricky Williams that ended up getting um I guess getting like some of his bonus money returned because he decided that he didn't want to play football anymore or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. that. So, yeah. 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 Definitely it's circumstances. Like if it was his decision to say, you know, um this is not what I want to do, then yeah, he should get back the money. I, but if it was Definitely injury or something related, then that's on Seattle to me. Yeah, I think I think I think it's a contract situation. I think in the contract it was written that he shouldn't um him um um on a on a, I think he got injured on a, a RV or something like that. Uh he fell off an RV. Oh, yeah, and, ATV. On an yeah. ATV, right. On an ATV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so in his contract states that any kind of activity that kind of activity resulted in injury would f- like kind of uh, uh, nullify his contract. So I think, so I think it was of his own making uh, uh, this whole thing. I think him, and you know, a lot of players, I see a lot of players take risks during the off season with their contracts because people forget NFL mm. contracts have a lot of uh, 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 things written in there to protect the team. You know, if you're, yeah. if you're going to go play basketball, a pickup game and you, and you can't, your ankle or you break your your leg oh, or something God. like that you know um, you know the, i got something to say about you know that, you know so <laughs> team, you know the yeah, team yeah. has the team has protections in the contract saying stating that if you of your own doing injure yourself where you're not on the in the facilities or football training for football that they 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 could take the money from you it's up to them i think they just want um they just want to um 
uh, actively nullify the contract, you know, so the guy could at least Mark. pay some of the money back. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, then I, I think I just saw um, what was it Bell the other day? They were showing them play a pickup game, and I'm like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. True. But there you go. Yeah. That's, that's the same kind of situation. But maybe that's not in the contract that he can't play basketball. Yeah. He might have yeah. said, oh, yeah, that's part of my, my You know, uh, the Packers, Packers coach has played the uh, – I think he played basketball. Oh, well, Michael LaFleur. But he has – yeah, yeah, he suffered a torn Achilles. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, yeah, then that's a very serious injury because uh, for what I heard from uh, Mr. LaFleur is that he was over there because uh, he was a quarterback at one point in time. So, yeah, I he, he was, was over there throwing mean. the ball – Throwing the ball in OTA, showing the guys and, the, and all that, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know, sir. You know, after this, hopefully, you know, not to play basketball no more when it comes down to the OTA. Well, he's a coach. Yeah. Yeah. he's a coach. So yeah, he could, he's a coach. So he, could, he still yeah. can walk. He could walk on crutches and you know do his job with that. Right. Yeah. Then you know, and um, and and with the Seattle situation, yeah, you know, he he suffered a head injury with the uh, with the ATV missing. 2017 and the 2018 season with you know so basically his money went basically he only got paid five thousand dollars in his rookie rookie season <laughs> and then he only got paid and then he went for his salary went from like four hundred sixty thousand dollars to like eighty five thousand and 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 you know and he's a young guy so for you to actually do something like that you didn't even play in the league I didn't even know about you until I heard from ESPN. <laughs> So you know, for you to be a, a early second round pick, which which means that you could have some kind of stardom, like that's 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 very weird. <laughs> yeah, taking that. It's a taking, very weird situation. Yeah, taking that risk, and that's that just goes to show you again that that a lot of those guys, like I said, watching guys dive off cliffs and stuff like that in the off season, <laughs> and you know, and jump off of airplanes and stuff like that, you're taking risks with your life, you know. And you know, yeah. you know, some of those football players again in those contracts, the team have written things written down to protect themselves. Because at the end of the day, you're, you know, to the NF to whatever team to a, that organization, and 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 they need their return. If they're gonna pay you five mil, they need to make that whatever returns they you know you're gonna give them. They need that. They need the, your contribution on and off the field. So if you're right. gonna be injured. You know, they can't get nothing nothing in return for the five mil, so they want their money back. Hey, you know what? Yeah. And that's what the insurance is for. But you know what? I'm sure in the, in the, in the insurance policy probably gets canceled if he does something crazy. You yeah, know? There you like go. you said, if he's jumping off a cliff or, you know, skydiving yeah. or something like that. Or riding or, an ATV like a nut. Yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. exactly. So as we move along, let's uh, we're gonna talk about Mr. Uh, the Browns, Mr. Beckham. Um Mr. Beckham uh, hasn't showed. He only showed up in one OCA out of ten. Out of ten of them, um, basically, for what I read in the article, is I'm, I'm gonna try to leave it short and sweet. Um, Mr. Kitchens is, is kind of disappointed in Beckham. Um, he said he did speak to Beckham a lot, but you know, Beckham is still uh, for what for what it said in the article. Beckham is still devastated about being traded. Um, <laughs> how true? I don't know. I think it's hilarious. Um, but how important is it for Beckham to uh, show show up for these OCAs? Uh, he only showed up for one. <laughs> I man, you know listen. I I think it's up for interpretation, man. At the end of the day, uh, um, I think I think there's this rhetoric going around the NFL for ages about OTAs and OTAs. 
you you have to understand that since the last uh, uh, collective bargaining agreement, um, all the real work that that teams do for for like for you know for the um, you know for the season before the season to prepare for the season really doesn't start until mandatory minicamps start. You know, Which they, is they, this week. Basically, basically, all these OTAs are is kind of like just a you know, it's just a hype train, really. You know, uh, um, uh, there is also um, a, a lot of sharing of information because you're given the playbook, so you're gonna get dry runs of plays and stuff like that. Not no real physical, you know, um, um, touching or no tack tackling or anything like that. So offensive and defensive linemen are like basically not really doing anything. They're just kind of standing around. I mean, I I know they're doing like few drills here and there but but that it really doesn't start at man when man, until mandatory minicamps start so i so for me i think this is all hype i think i think at the end of the day exactly. you know i it, it's meaningless unless they want to take you know when the collective back bargaining agreement ends and they want to you don't want to change it back i think i think uh these these otas need, need i think they're just hype yeah you know what i understand from that point because he's you know, coming to a new team and, you know, you have to start gelling with your team, with your quarterback, new quarterback. I get it. But you know what? He's going to have plenty of time once the camps open up, the mandatory camps open up to gel with um, yeah. with Bacon Mayfield and the rest of his teammates. Him and uh, Landry are best friends from college yeah. and all that. So, I, I'm, you know what? Like you said, it's all hype. It's This is all – you know what? It goes back even with the Jets writers when they write about all this stuff that's going on behind the scenes and all that. You know what? There's nothing going on right now, so they got to figure. Just write a bunch of crap. Yeah. So it's yeah. That, that's what to me. That's what it is. You know. I think what would be perfect about this is if um, Odell pulled up um, Iverson. Talk about yeah, we talking about OTAs, <laughs> right, right, right. not a game. Ah, <laughs> You're talking about OTAs? You're talking about? <laughs> Come on. Mm. Yeah, I uh, Odell Beckham too busy buying this uh, new car. You know, um, I don't know if anybody noticed he bought his new car with with him in the Browns uniform. I think he's too busy doing that right it's, now. It, um, new ben but our but but our baby on Bell it hasn't showed up for uh, OTA, so um, I don't think it's a problem. Uh, but they but but they will show up when it's mandatory. So you know, when it comes down to it, I don't think it's a big problem. Uh, we talked about this. I think a couple like before the draft about Jalen Ramsey and uh, Mr. Mr. Coughlin. Um, I don't think it's a big problem. I don't think it's a problem. Yeah, because at the end of the day, this is this is the difference. Once once the off season, the NFL off season starts, these these playbooks are handed out to these players, right? They have the iPads, and then the iPads when they run they they run the drills in the in the OTAs, whatever whatever the play they run. If there was whatever the defense show and what the response of the offense was, there's updates sent to all these iPads and you could watch film and, and, and kind of see because it's recorded and all kind of stuff. There's nothing you can really missing. It's like you could basically be out of the, of, of, of the team facility and still get a kind of a basic breakdown of what happened that day, even if you weren't there. So all this is crap. The real football is when the bullets are flying, and then and then yeah. you and then your reaction to you know being in live fire, 
that's when the really real gelling starts happening. You start the quarterback starts noticing the reactions of offensive linemen when they really have to block and, and the reactions of his running back when he really has to cut or, or stop or, or his cadence, um, 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 or running back, um, wide receivers, understanding, you know, uh, timing of routes on the fire when, they, when they're being pressed, you know, or where they're zoned. These things matter more than when you're running a dry in practice, man, like when it's just a walkthrough. Right. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I, I'd rather our stars sit out for this because sit out these these OTAs because you know until the until the mandatory ones come in because I don't want these guys getting hurt. I mean, who got hurt last week, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We we talked yeah. about it. The the guy from Washington. Oh yeah, Foster. Yeah, yeah. Ruben yeah. Foster. So you man, know what? Do, do we want do we want Le'Veon Bell to you know sprain his ankle and he'll be out for eight weeks or nine weeks and miss all of the real camp mm. and some of the preseason game. No, I, I'd rather, you know what? Let him sit out. He's in good shape. Remember everybody was talking about, Oh, he's out of shape. <laughs> How do we know he's in shape? I mean, come on, dude. The guy just signed a four year multi-year contract, multi-million dollar contract. Do you think he's not going to be in shape when he comes exactly. into camp? Right. Come on. The guy's a professional, man. They'll be ready. This is... I would say the only, the only, the only thing I would say and uh, with the difference though is because, um, with uh, being a wide receiver, as I said I've played, you know, quarterback for many years um, coming up, and I know the different. The one thing that's different is getting used to people's speed. So mm-hmm. I, I, w- I will agree with you on that because that's part of what I was saying before. I was actually gonna ch- kind of, uh, uh, you know, kind of into that uh, into that kind of space because I think timing and 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 and, and kind of a kind of a how wide receivers mesh with quarterbacks is, is I think that is important and I think I think if Donald was missing or one of our wide receivers was missing yeah I would have an issue with that the thing I, I think I think it is definitely kind of an issue with uh, Odell because he's never worked with uh, uh, with Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield. Before, and and that might be definitely might be an issue also uh, I think Landry's injured and I don't think Landry will be back until I don't know when you know, so um, so that's mm. gonna cause a major issue with them and they are on their. I think in the Browns, you know, in the Browns uh, position, I think this is a kind of different. And I think I, I'm, you know, I'm kind of siding with Kitchens here a little bit, you know. But for the most part, I think I still think uh, those OTAs is just hype. Yeah. Um, yep. So as we move along, uh, I know I, I know this topic. I some forgot to talk to y'all about the topic. I was just thinking about it now. It does an article saying about the new collective, um, the new collective bargaining, uh, made for you know because you know twenty twenty. Uh, they they talk about longest season, eighteen games. Um, in the marijuana Ooh. policy, <laughs> how should should there be an eighteen game season or did they say eighteen game season or extended playoffs? Um, should should the should that be left alone, or 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 should we get more games? <laughs> um, I would say the the playoff definitely should stay the way it is. Like, um, but I would say if anything, if you're gonna make the season longer, get rid of one of the the preseason games. If anything, agreed. So you only really add one now, game. That makes sense. Yeah, right. Go ahead, Greg. That makes sense. Yeah. No, I was gonna say I, I I don't like the longest season at all. They're having you know these these guys are having a hard time getting through sixteen games now. 
So I don't see them adding two more games to the season. Uh, the only way they do that is if they give back something. And I don't know what the players would want I, to get into yeah, more games. Right. Maybe, less pre- maybe the less preseason games. Uh, but I think it would take more than that. There's got to be some kind Even of – take- There's got to be some kind of – Yeah, there's, yep. there has to be. Because two more games is a lot for these guys. I think – I, I don't. I don't. Like I think this all. is kind of connected to what we were just talking about about OTAs and preseason and stuff like that. Because at the end of the day, even last week when we were talking about just the how the, how the players, the rookies, immerse themselves into football right away, just after this long break between them playing college football and then being a pro, that it that that you get a lot of soft tissue injuries. And and Kyle, tell um, tell me if I'm wrong. You know, you you all of a sudden going from zero to sixty. You know, in in no time flat, I think that that con- kind of contributes to these uh, uh, soft tissue injuries we keep seeing in the last couple of years, where these guys come up with all these ligament injuries and all these uh, um, um, Achilles strains and 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 groin strains and all this stuff like that, right? Definitely, as I said, and like the the workouts like that that's happening today. You know, it's, it's probably a lot more, you know, strenuous than workouts 10, 15 years ago. You would think so? You think so? Yeah, like just the, I'm talking about in regards to techniques, you know what I mean? Like, um, like back in the <laughs> days, you know, it was either you ran or you did strength training, you know what I mean? Right. But like now there's so many different combinations of um, workouts where they're doing, com- combining like resistance with weights uh, or, mm. you know, cardio you know, right. so you, they're they're looking for um, to build their bodies as quickly as possible. So you know they're trying different combinations, and then who yeah. knows? Even if their diets are you know coordinating with this to to help them, you know what I mean? That's crazy. You you mean you just I made think, a great point there. I think I think I think mm-hmm. for example, you know, um, I, I hate this whole guy. You know how I feel about baseball, but. Um, Mr. Mr. Cespedes in the Mets, uh, he 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 starts working out with hitting hitting tires, hitting big tires, and this is not even supposed to be like what you're supposed to be doing. But then you're sustaining injuries over and over again because you're not all about the technique. Um, I think I think it's a major difference, but I I agree with you on that one, Kyle. But um, I think I think the problem with the with the longer seasons is that bad enough, you know, just like say for the Jets, for instance, we what's our about week week four, and then they got to play thirteen straight weeks. Do you think do you mm, think that crazy. the guys is going yep. to stay healthy for thirteen weeks? No, nope. it's going to at least be a couple of injuries. I think if you want to work it out and you trying to do all of that, we need like at least another bye week. At least one, at yeah. least like two by weeks out of exactly. it, because the guys needs to rest. It can't be no, it can't be no, you know, it can't be no. Oh, one week and then you're gonna go play sixteen straight games plus the playoffs if you make the playoffs. So that's, that's not gonna work out. <laughs> yeah, and 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 think about how long the season's gonna be, and they're probably gonna add a wild card yeah, too. Like, so, all that something. stuff, yeah. You know, you know that's good. Yeah, so I, this, yeah, this, it's just weird. <laughs> it was just, it just. I yeah. was just thinking about it. Um, um, we. I was just thinking about it. But even football is different. You know, football. The yeah. um, the amount of uh, the amount of times the offense, the ball, the amount of possessions, as as probably up a, a huge amount of um, a huge amount because teams basically ran these these kind of college concepts and they're running their you know their their the ball three four times you know um back mm-hmm. to back to back to back and then you're having let's say 
if a possession used to, you know, where you used to run the ball five times would last for like, you know, seven minutes back then, you know, now a possession mm. is like three, four minutes. So you have, right. in, you know, in, in the space of one quarter, you probably have the ball a multiple, multiple times compared to way back when. So, you know, I think I think they I think they can't just bring stuff up like that when they know football has changed. You know, they can't well, they can't, they can't right. do it like that. Well, they they talk, you know, as as you know, before twenty twenty lockout, uh, they they in talks, uh, they in mm. talks, and don't be surprised. You know what? <laughs> yeah, don't. I'll be honest, they, they should be worried more about expansion right now than expanding the season. They should worry about expanding the league. If they want to, you know, improve or something like that, I think I would be worried more about that. Yeah, I heard than adding more games. Yeah, I heard. I heard there's a possibility you know? of uh, NFL Britain or NFL London or something like that. Uh, I don't know how. Yeah, that's work. I, I don't know you know. either. I, I've heard about yeah. that too. I think but, I think they just need to leave it the know? way how they leave it. Put like one one game for 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 them for those teams. You know, to, to, to at least make some. Yeah, they trying to. While, they always trying to find some way to make more revenue. This is like the NBA. That's what it's all about. Like the finals and yeah, The finals. It, and also expanding, right? You know, the finals the it always goes seven games because the referees find some bullshit <laughs> way of knocking another <laughs> team down, and then they want to make more oh money. Boy. They want to make more money. This is a hot. It is. Right yeah. It is. Yes. I, 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 I smelt it, but I didn't know what it was until it came out. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a lot of bullshit. It's, it's revenue. That's why they doing Britain and New Mexico and all of these other known, you know. You know what? Countries, whatever. You know. Maybe you guys know. Why haven't they? Why haven't they expanded into like Toronto or Montreal, like Canada? Mm, you would think that, the NFL that, would, but that's, is, kind of, do they, is that's a good question. Kind of a, taxes. No, not, not the taxes, but is there something that, with the CFL? Yeah, maybe. Say, the CFL, they have their own maybe. I mean, yeah, it's the CFL, but maybe. I don't know. Maybe the NFL don't want to get involved with that. That's yeah. why they're doing London and all of these yep. other, other, you know, maybe. Remember Buffalo played in Toronto a couple of years ago? Yeah. A couple, probably a few years yeah. ago now. They played yeah. in Toronto mm-hmm. a few games. Mm-hmm. Well, Buffalo, so, Buffalo was, was close like, to Toronto, though. Yeah, they would. That would be a great rivalry. And, and it's cold as shit out there, too. <laughs> and they get a lot of snow. So I, I, I Well, Toronto's got a dome. So they could yeah, Toronto's, yeah right? Toronto, Toronto has a dome, dome. So, yeah. So they don't have to be playing outside in the cold. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, there's reasons why the NFL hasn't gone there yet. So, um, so yeah. we Listen, like Davin said, man, they're all money. You know, we fans <laughs> always, we all, we fans always cry to cry about, oh, the players getting paid. Meanwhile, we never point the finger at the owners and all the things they're doing to make sure yeah. they fill their pockets. So uh, bingo, yeah. <laughs> bingo. Yep. It's all about yep. the money. So, it's all about of course, the it's all about the dollar. Why you think they're doing fewer Super Bowl commercials? What we was just talking about. Why are they? Why are they trying to trying to do all these things right, to make lead it... and make all these rules and everything? They trying to worry about a dollar. If they can make it, if they can make it into a shorter game, like two hours and thirty minutes. The two hours forty five minutes, so they can get the hell of money and they can show more games. They'll do it. Mm-hmm. True, very true. I'm, I'm telling you, that's why everything is just changing. It's horrible to say that, but it is. Yeah, yeah. And, and we don't like it, right. but they like it. <laughs> that's all that matters. They don't care that's about true. us. <laughs> yeah. no. I know what you mean. Until so, we yeah. until we make a decision to stop watching football, and every and they'll come kneel next to us. 
Oh yeah, they'll, yeah. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, they, they won't be coming to I us. Did, they'll I be didn't, knocking on our door. I didn't mean to bring oh, that this up. This is commissioner. Yeah, they'll, they'll be knocking on our door. Hey, 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 I'm commissioner. You're gonna get thrown out, Charmin. Yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus. Sharman, is gonna get a knock on his door from Roger Goodell. Hey, I, I heard about you, Sharman. Um, why are you not watching my football games? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So as we uh, so now that we got the football out of the way, I mean NFL out of the way, let's get into the, some Jets. Uh, the general manager interview update. Uh, we know uh, they interviewing uh, four people. Um, I think Champ Kelly was the last one. I think he's this week. Um, I know they interviewed. Uh, well, they supposed to interview Joe Douglas today, but they also had dinner with him last night uh, for what go. was being heard. So, um, so what does that so so basically what does that mean for uh, Mr. Joe Douglas? <clears throat> I think that means very good that yeah. he's got a good chance of getting this job. I, I think it's going to come down to um, the power structure that we have right now. What what kind of power is this guy going to have? Is he going to be, you know, is it going to be back to the same old Jets where, you know, he reports to the owner, the coach reports that you know that kind of mess hmm. i think it comes down to that if they could straighten the power structure out and go to a normal power structure nfl then i think he'll take the job and and he'll be a great choice for us yeah right. ba- yeah basically this this um i think we've had multiple conversations about the whole uh the whole power structure in the, uh and the jets and the, even the fact that the the older johnson is not around and he um and he might come in and kind of throw a kind of a monkey wrench into everything. Uh, um, I think I think the GM candidates. I think their 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 experience speaks for itself. I think all these guys are like really qualified uh, uh, for the GM position. But um, um, I think I think even the guy they um, they uh, interviewed last um, yesterday, which was Saturday, Perry uh, Fortino. I think they 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 a New Orleans front office guy um, they interviewed yesterday, and I think they um, the Seattle guy they inter- they interviewed on Friday. They, these guys are well known around the league for for the job too. Teams kind of reflect the kind of the kind of front office guys they are. So um, so um, even um, with uh, Mr. Joe Douglas too, one of the uh, one of the main reasons everybody thinks the job is given to him is because he and Gates has had prior connections. So, um, so I think, I think it, I think this is playing out to be probably one of the best, uh, things the Jets could have done. Even if the entire football world fell on on the New York Jets head after they fired Mike McCagnan, this could turn out to be a pretty good thing that they did. Honestly, um, I said, I, I'm, up in the air, I guess, about who the GM is. Um, because I said, at the end of the day, um, all these guys have their hits and misses. Um, sure. I would say my, my biggest concern, my biggest concern with, you know, with the GM is about how how they handle the money in the contracts, you know? Right. Um, uh, so far, you know, say, Mac, I can't, can't argue with, like, a lot of his contracts or whatever because... The past couple of years, we've always like he fixed the mess from before, and we've always like for the past couple of years had cat to bring over into the next year, you know, to help out whatever you know free agents or new contracts that we had to do. So for that aspect, 
I wasn't mad at Mac. I know all of his choices wasn't the best, but you know, like I said, every everyone you know has their hands. Yeah, I I totally agree. I think I think another reason why Joe Douglas is such a big name out there too. Uh, we were talking before the uh, podcast uh, off here um, that that his connections are uh, um, uh, league wide. League wide is is crazy. You know, he used to work on um, in Baltimore on the uh, probably one of my favorite GMs of uh, of all time. I mean, he uh, what Baltimore's that uh, GM that just retired, uh, Ozzie Newsom. Ozzie Newsom Ozzie you know, for some reason I was blanking out, but uh, I mean, I mean, come on, man. I mean, Ozzie Newsom was known around the league as probably the best GMs. I mean, his his work speaks for itself, and for him, he he spent at least a decade working on the on the Newsom has multiple connections in the scouting world. So he could probably build, I think, I think even our special guest last week stated that, uh, uh, Connor Rogers, uh, stated that we had, uh, um, that, that he could build a really great scouting, uh, uh, team, you know, one of those, one of those things. And I think that's very important because I think that's been kind of lax with the Jets because a lot of the scout scouts that the Jets had kept staying around, even if the GM was still staying around. So if we could get like fresh eyes in here, you know, maybe it would definitely change on the on on the college scouting front. Yeah, um, I I agree with that. Uh, yes, yeah, so, I mean, just since you want to hit you with a quick joke, uh, yeah, you probably be blanked out because you were still drunk from last night. Um, Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, you know, I had to hit you with a quick one, man. Hey, man. Oh, hey, man. Scott, but, nah, Scott but, you in the hot sun. Uh, I, I, yeah, I couldn't do it. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, um, I just wanted to say is that uh, basically, uh, you know, I, I agree with you, Kyle, about uh, with Mac and his contracts. Contracts always been been you know solid. You know, it hasn't been the greatest uh, with with the signing guys, but his definitely his draft has been uh, a little uh because you know the, the other day. They had all these draft picks, all the draft picks that Mac drafts, and I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, from my, from my knowledge, from my opinion, ten percent of them is in the starting lineup right now. Ten percent, that is horrible. Yeah, and he got extra draft picks, and I don't see not one, probably one guy from these extra draft picks that that still on the roster. It's very horrible. So, um, I think in this scenario with Joe Douglas, uh, I think if we if they you can't do much yeah, worse. I mean, you can't do much worse. But I think if we draft better, you know, and and this team can stay healthy, we on the we on the right. Basically, we on the the right step. We will be on the right step of winning. But um, just like Connor Rogers said uh, last week, um, I think the scenario is is kind of Woody Johnson. Um, so I think they, I think you know, uh, if it's going to be contract wise, he needs to know that he's still going to be there. Um, that he's still going to be there when Woody Johnson come back if he comes back. Right. Um, so I think I think that plays a part too. But other than that, um, I think Joe Douglas does. I think he is the favorite for this job. And and if he does basically be the GM, he he's going to basically take us to a path that we haven't been. We haven't been to the playoffs in a decade. And I know fans are tired of not being in the playoffs. And I know the fans are tired of watching other teams in the playoffs. You know, <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. sir. I mean, I, 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 say I have to disagree with you all on, on one thing, though. No, right. You right. can't get because, um, <laughs> I believe 
worst, worst GM we've had so far, like I said, the past was saying was Izzik. Izzik was just terrible. Oh. I don't, like, I don't, well, you know I don't what, know you know because was, you know why. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm gonna say this because because who hold up who who drafted Muhammad Wilkinson? Who like like uh, Mac Mac only had that like Mac only had that wasn't one pro bowler. was it? That, I don't think so. No, no. Wilkinson. I think it was Tannenbaum. Wasn't him it? and Sheldon no. Richardson. I think so. Wasn't that Tannenbaum? We, we, we gonna have to. We no. gonna have to get into <laughs> that. But I, I, is it? I, I, I'm. I'm gonna. I. I would. I don't know because Mac only had one Pro Bowler, and that's uh, Jamal Adams. And you know, when yes, he got Sam Darnold. But if you look at all of these guys that Mac had drafted, Christian Hackenberg, one of the worst. Picks in the NFL <laughs> to this day, <laughs> worst picks to this day. I like, oh, it's worth. All right, the worst. I think the worst. Carol I think Price. the worst GM was the one that uh that drafted Vernon Ghosting. Other than that, like, let, let's let's be that let's was, be let's be let's be really honest here. <laughs> we we've had, we've had a pretty bad run. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. Yep. but um. When um Sammy Watkins came out, right? Right, I remember that. that wide yeah. yeah, that wide receiver class. Mm. There was at least thirty guys that were good. We picked none of them <laughs> through all the rounds. So, so who, so who did we draft at that? So who did we draft in that again? That was um Shaq, Shaq, um Shaq something from USC. Oh, he was a um wide receiver. Oh, yeah. Failure, yeah, yeah, failure. yeah. yeah. And they, um, Jalen Saunders yes, or something like that. Yes. But didn't but didn't Mac do uh Devin Smith? Yep. Yeah. And he didn't last that long neither. And like he's just saying the injury. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, like I mean, it's it's to me to me it's like it's like this. Uh, um, I know Isaac was bad. Uh, he did do some good things. I know Mac was bad. He did do some good things. I think at the end of the day. Um, they're kind of in the same boat in my mind. Uh, uh, I think even if one is uh, slightly better than the other, I think I think what we would like to see is draft picks. Yeah, though, just I to know. See, just to... <laughs> I know. I know. We could do that. I think would. You know what? Not to. I, I don't want to give Isaac a, a pass. No, I'm not. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think yeah, they're in the same boat. Right, but yeah. all I'm but saying, I'm is, saying is, right. But I think who, with, who the one that drafted with, Muhammad Wilkinson and and, and Sheldon Richardson? Because if that's Isaac, then then I'm going to say Isaac was kind of was a tiny bit better than Matt because Mac only had one. With, uh, I think is the thing with uh, Richardson, but he also drafted a uh, milliner that same year. <laughs> First, yeah. oh, <laughs> right. Muhammad Wilkinson was, but he still played in 2011. No, I think that was him. Nah, yeah. that's McDougal. That's McDougal. That's McDougal. McDougal, whatever his name is. <laughs> now, the thing with Isaac, the only thing I, I give him a tiny bit of a pass is that I don't think he had the chance. Yeah, because he was only, the yeah, he was only there for what? To clear he was the only, he was. A, he was there. To How many seasons? Wood. I think he was there for two, two years. Two right. years, I think. Two, two years. Yeah. And and he, what he did was he gave the next guy a lot of. Yeah. Well, he was only there because he did 2013 that. to 2014. He just never spent money. Yeah. So uh, so. So basically a year. Right. As a GM, basically as right, a, so a year. So that's 2013 draft because that's like what six years ago. 2013. 2013. That's like six years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sheldon Sheldon Richardson. Yeah. What I know. See, that's what I. That's a Pro Bowler. Geno Smith. Ugh. 
But, uh, <laughs> see, this is what I'm saying. It don't, but Geno's still in the lead. Doing what? He's just playing backup for Seattle. Uh, yeah, like cleaning cleaning cars. Geno <laughs> uh, 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 Smith, Brian, Brian Winter. Yeah, no, Winter's, Winter's still in our starting okay. lineup. Okay. Um, O'Day. Uh, O'Day or Bushy. Oh, yeah. Wait, what? William, what, what William Campbell about? and Tommy and Tommy Bo Bowen. Bo 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 yeah. 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 The fullback. Yeah. We talk about 2013. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. D. Milner. Sheldon Richardson was a pro bowler. Yep. D. D. Milner yep. was in question, but yeah. <laughs> he was made of glass. That's Winter. the question. Fifth <laughs> round was uh, O'Day yeah. Bushi. Yeah. And then six. All right, so, so this is from it, so this is 2014 from uh Mr. Mr. Isaac. This is Jason uh, Jason Morrow. Y'all remember him, the tight end failure. Jason, well, Pryor Jason Morrow. Oh, yeah, hey. him. Pryor hey. was first round in 14. Uh-uh. Pryor wasn't first round. Yeah, first rounder. Dex, Dexter McDougal, Jalen Sanders, Saunders. Shaq, Shaq yeah. Evans, like you said, mm. Calvin Pryor, oh Jesus, that Brandon was horrible. Dixon, that Dixon. was Brandon horrible. Dix, Brandon Dixon, Dakota, Jeremiah George, right, Brandon, and Dakota. Um, but, that was a, that yeah. was a, there was a good pick in there. The sixth round there was uh, Quincy. Oh yeah, he had, 2014. Yeah. yeah, the one, the one. So he did the fact, get the one fact, right. I'm, I, I'm, I'm still. See? Uh, the the fact that you had you you drafted a safety that called himself the Louisville Slugger, well you know and couldn't and couldn't stay <laughs> couldn't stay in the league for couldn't oh play safety God. in the league for a year, I mean I couldn't even stay on a football field after that. Uh, I, yeah, mean, I, I mean that, hate, I think I, that disqualified you right there. I did not, I did not like him because he was a linebacker. It's kind of like Jabril Peppers. Like you know <laughs> you know when the guy can play safety and when he's not supposed to play safety. Here, you want to hear something funny? Calvin Pryor has played 46 games in his career, okay? Quincy has played in 40. And he has oh, more yards. That, that don't surprise me. Yeah, but, but, how, Quin but yeah, Quincy's that, numbers is better. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Obviously, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's why. That's why I'm concerned about Quincy being healthy. Yeah, we've had I'm hoping yeah. he can stay healthy. Yep. That's, that's why I always talked about this in his contract. I mean, yeah, you know, he got four years, and yeah, this guy played good. 2016, you know, oh Jesus, we had to hear uh, our, our good buddy Mr. David all all 2016 season of how how he he was rooting for this guy. Well, Mac, not Quincy. <laughs> Mac got here in what 16, right? Yeah, 15. in 15. 15. Yeah, 15. Because I saw right. all the draft picks from 15 on down. 15, and they 16, were yeah. Not good. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he he drafted. Yeah, Pat. yes, he Petty. did. Mac yep. drafted. Yep. The, oh, 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 yeah, Kyle. That did you burn that, that jersey? A... Petty jersey? Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, that wasn't. That's, that's the greatest. You know what, Petty? Man, come on. <laughs> Petty wasn't that bad of a deal, though. Petty was a fourth rounder, so you can't really. Oh, you can't question I mean, that. But Mister Hacken, Hackenberg no, in the no, second round. round. No. Hackenberg is hard. Yeah. <laughs> no. Look at that. All right, his first year, right? He drafted Leonard Williams, first round, great pick. Second round, we said Devin Yay. Smith, garbage. Yeah. He's played fourteen games in his career. Then Lorenzo Molden. Yeah. Was the third he, he, round. he was a. He was a. He was a. I think he. I think he. I think he felt it. Felt himself because his first season, he was actually okay. Yeah, I think well, yeah, I right. think he got that to him. So it's just funny how these players just kind of. And fall then after apart. that was Petty Harrison. Yeah, 
Mac drafted yeah. Jordan Jenkins, which so, was which was uh, pretty good. Yeah, he's a solid which was pick. Good. Yeah, he's a solid pick. Yep. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that's that's what I was saying. Mac has certain solid picks that that you just can't say. Uh, but then it's those picks that make you go, uh, who the who the hell is this? My my thing my thing about my thing about this is that this is not even an argument in my mind because these guys are bottom of the barrel GM. They've, yeah, they've, yes, right. they've yes they've made one or two or three good moves. But the the multitude of the picks that they've made are oh, horrible. Jesus. And and if you look if you look the average, I, I think I've I've uh, posted this on our Facebook page at one point. I think I think if you if you watch the average amount of players that GMs have drafted around the same time Mac was in the league, they had a certain percentage <laughs> of players that stayed on their staff or stayed on their team. Mac had one of the worst percentages of team of guys in that he drafted mm-hmm. staying on his team. Like, like it, it, dude, for you to do that over the period of time and be one of the worst GMs draft wise, you know, and you could, and it shows in the numbers. I mean, it, it just disqualifies you right there. So I don't even mm. think the Isaac and Mac argument even because I think they're both bottom of the barrel GMs. I think, I think, I think this is what. You know, you bringing in one of those guys that are highly touted around the league. I think bringing both of the, um, those guys around, I think, kind of breathing life back into the way the Jets draft, and kind of giving a better, kind of a more of an average way of drafting than the bottom of the barrel drafting that we've had in the last ten, twenty years. Yeah, I think I think just uh, you know just to pull 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 that out uh, pull it out of the hat. Um... I think I think what just makes it horrible, you know, just like Chris said, is that Mac Mac is a goddamn college college scout. You telling me that you can yeah, come in yeah. and, and, yep. and and bring in at least at least sixty to seventy five percent of these guys that could be good for us? Like that is terrible. Not, he didn't even have to do that because I think the average around the league was like forty six or forty forty eight percent, and he was yeah, at about he was 30. at like he was at about thirty two percent or something like that. Like but, he was but, basically right. like. He was basically like I think it was like two or three GMs at the bottom, and they all was rated like their percentage was down at the thirties, like the that the you know that's crazy. Man, listen, if you were college scout for twenty years, you should you should you should know right from wrong, and you just did all wrong. <laughs> yeah, player evaluation, <laughs> and I don't and I don't want to minimize how hard player evaluation is. It's it's a hard yeah, thing to it's do. A hard it's thing. very difficult to do. But uh, uh, but the thing that that separates those bad GMs than from good GMs is that they caught up in what they in whatever it is that their kind of a standard is. They they're like, oh yeah, I want a player that's six seven and two four. Well, that doesn't always mean that he's a good football football player. Exactly. You understand me? And these guys they they get stuck in their ways and they don't they don't don't allow for. Oh, sometimes you could get a linebacker that's six one. Instead of six three, and he's better than the guy that's six three. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree to that. Yeah. So as we move along, uh, <laughs> we will we go against uh, Mr. Muhammad Wilkinson real quick. Uh, he got he got arrested <laughs> in uh, Manhattan for, for DWI. Uh, yeah, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> and he's a free agent. So so how so how would that how would that impact Mr. Muhammad Wilkinson uh, and uh, oh. signing with any team? I think I think his crappy play is going to impact a lot <laughs> to begin with, and now this is just more stupidity on top of it. I mean, I said it 
on the on our Facebook page that there is no zero zero excuse zilch excuse for anybody to drink and drive in this day and age for any anybody including a guy who's a multi-millionaire who can hire a driver or oh, Paul, you, Paul or YouTube Uber like, like Paul, the rest Paul of us. Uber I mean oh, right. Lord. <laughs> no but mm. I'm just saying like there's no excuse to drink and drive anymore there's just none I don't care there's no I don't want to hear any excuse right. so for a guy who's who's got the money to just be like oh let me just get a cab or let me just get a my own personal driver you know like I, I don't get nope. it with these guys. I don't get it. And then, and then we have a player that did it twice, the, the linebacker. Right. Oh, Donahue? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Donahue. Oh, right. I, I, don't, I don't even yeah. think he's on the team anymore, so I don't know. No, he's not. Yeah, he's not on the team anymore, so I don't even really. Dylan. Yeah, Dylan yeah. Donahue, yeah, that's right? him. Yeah. I think yes, he, got, yeah. he got cut. But, but my – I get it. Two years, he's played four games. Yeah. I mean, I'm, but I, – I think, I think for me, I think I, – issues had to kind of raise their ugly head even when he was with the Jets. I think it's part of the reason why he, he his play kind of fell apart. Uh, this guy needs help, man. Uh, if, Like Chris said, there's absolutely no excuse for, for that kind of behavior. If you're, if you're, you know, I mean, you're human too, even if you're making millions of dollars, but still, you got to be smart enough, man, to not get caught doing that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think Mr. Mr. I think uh, I don't, I don't want to say this, but I think I'm gonna have to shut you know shut him down a little bit. Uh, Mr. Wilkinson, I think his career is done. <laughs> I hate to say he got paid. He, he definitely got paid, which which is one of Max's worst contracts because I thought Sheldon Richardson should have had it over him. But um, yeah, um, it's so it's so on the field. What they huh? kept was snacks. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yep. Right. It was yeah. Him yeah. Snacks. They should have kept snacks. The they should have kept snacks over him. But I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't blame them for for giving him the money though, because he's the guy. He just That's had old. that huge. He I just mean, had that huge mm-hmm. but we always talk. He affects we, the game more than than Sheldon Right. Richardson, but we always talk about. But we always talk about so who, who puts in the work to actually get these guys the sacks and everything. You know what I'm saying? Like Wilkinson didn't do not a damn thing as soon as they as soon as the snacks was gone. I'm like, golly, what happened to Mr. Pro Bowler? I want my money. I want my money. And he did. And he did nothing last year. For of course, game. I think he, he got. I think he was injured. He three games. Yeah, missed, missed, got yeah, injured. He got yeah. injured. I think missed uh, missed season. Yep. So I think it's. I think it's a done deal for uh, Mr. Wilkinson. He he definitely robbed robbed Mac of the money. <laughs> you know, and then he got paid. So now he can drink all the alcohol he wants. <laughs> I think he needs help. I think he needs to go find some. Yeah, kind of help, he needs man. to go help. He needs to get help. But I think he's done. I'm not you know, and I hate to say that the guy is 29. Um, hmm. he's about to turn 30. I think it's a, it's a done deal. Yeah, uh, yeah, he had he had a you know a couple of good seasons, but we like we always talk about uh, with snacks and Sheldon Richardson and you know and and how they they helped him basically bring you know bring that bring that pressure for him. You know, two big ass guys <laughs> that bring the you know that that made it easy for Wilkinson because when they were gone. It, it was nowhere near easy for him. All they had to do was double team him, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, hey, it is what it is, right? Yeah, <laughs> he's not that's with it. us no more. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. Nope. Yeah. So you know, as we move along, um, uh, uh, 
McClendon uh, was trying to get Bell into OTAs. We just talked about this with uh, with Beckham, but McClendon, uh, you know, as our I'm gonna say as one of the the locker room uh, leaders, um, you know, yeah. um, yep. he he tried, he you know he said he spoke to Bell, um, and he tried to get Bell into OTAs, which is I think is done. It's done now because you know the mandatories is this week coming up. Um, is is McClendon trying to do the right thing as a as a as a leader? So, I would I would say so, right? Yeah, so I said being one of the vets that's a, that's on the squad right now because as mm-hmm. a pretty much young team, I think he's like what thirty thirty one, yeah, or something yeah. like that. So all the you know vets on the team, like it's good to see him step up and at least say something, you know. Yeah, I agree. I agree, but but I think he's he's been that guy. I think he's been he's just showing uh, that he's been that guy for the Jets for a while now. Since he's been on that team, he's kind of been the voice. Of reason a lot of times uh, in in the locker room, and that's part, partly one of the reasons why he um, he um, he got resigned. I think I think we need to also give him a shout out because I think a lot of us don't talk about how much of a good nose tackle he is. He's pretty good. Uh, people people I think I think if you watch the film, I think I think even Joe Blewett said uh, uh, had had said um, on um, the day when he was on, he said that. He's a big fan of him, and if you watch the film, you could tell he's a more do- dominant force than people give him credit for. So basically, on in the locker room, like like you know, in situations like that, being the voice of reason and on the field, I think he's one of those players that we just don't give enough props uh, for the Jets. I think I think those interior guys on defense, like the deep, all most of the defensive tackles get underrated because they don't put up the big of numbers course. and sacks, you know. So I think a lot of those guys... Of course. They, they, they don't so, ever look yeah. They don't ever look at those guys. And, you know, um, and I think uh, and I think with him, you know, with, with Quentin Williams, our, our, our Quentin Williams, uh, I think, you know, it's good to have that guy, uh, McClendon, you know, like show him around and, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and basically, I think Williams is in good hands. <laughs> I think yeah. that's that's, that's yeah. was one of the other reasons why you know McClendon you know came came you know was back with us is is the it was basic basically make sure Williams is good around around the ropes you know we got Leonard Williams we got Henry Anderson we we actually got some we got some guys yeah <laughs> we, yeah we, we not some, we got some guys yeah 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 we're not talking we yeah we don't <laughs> yeah we don't talk a lot of, yeah we I think we don't again like I said don't give a lot of props. I think this is going to be a, a very a, a kind of an eye-opening se- um, season for the front line of the Jets defense, uh, especially with the change from the kind of read and react kind of scheme that both plays with uh, DTs, and and now with kind of a attacking kind of uh, scheme that yeah. that Greg play uh, that Greg plays. I think that's going to change a lot of the way, uh, and I think a lot more production is going to uh, come uh, with that. You know, our big weakness is cornerback. Yeah, yeah, other than that, that, I think I think we'll be fine. <laughs> we got a uh, Mr. Luke. Luke, Luke. We got we still got Jenkins. We got we got a whole. We got a, we got a. I think we got a, a nice front. I think we got a nice seven, and but, but we just yep. need cornerbacks. But I think that I think that yes. would be. I think if Joe Douglas get hired, I think that will be addressed <laughs> by by preseason after preseason. Like I said, it's always guys that you know perform. But they feel like because they have too many guys at that position, 
that they have to release release them, you know, and and I think I, I think that will be addressed before the season start, and hopefully that will work out for for the better. Because if we don't, oh my goodness, we might be in trouble. <laughs> I think. So I think I was looking. Um, there's like at least they may be like two teams I was looking at that's like have cap issues and has corners, which is on um, one is Pittsburgh. I think they got like a million in the cap, but um, who is it? Um, Joe Hayden. I say, even yeah. though he's 30, you know, mm-hmm. if they was to trade or cut him, which they're not going to cut him, but if they was to trade him, I think they'll get like $10 million in cap relief. And then um, I think the Vikings have two corners. That's taking up about $19 million of their cap and can mm. be freed up. So awesome. I think I think the Vi- I think on those two and this on those two examples uh, with with the Pittsburgh Pittsburgh uh, those they really need those corners. I think I think yeah. I think they might want to uh, move. Uh, I think they might want to uh, move get cap space from somewhere else because basically bef- without Joe Hayden last year, if you guys remember, they really suffered. Uh, on the back end, uh, both on their safe with their safeties on their corners. Uh, I think they drafted a corner. I can't remember. Uh, I think it was Love. I think that they drafted. I can't remember which corner that they drafted. That, um, off the top of my head, I think it was Julian Love. But anyway, um, um, they they drafted they drafted a corner just for that purpose. Cause they really suffered in the back end last year. Mm-hmm. And with the Vikings, uh, uh, um, they they have high end corners, man. They're paid because they're pretty good. You know, yeah, they, I mean, they, they I don't, come, I don't know if they're gonna get rid of them. Yeah, you know, now and I think the, they didn't come on top of their game last year, but, I, but I'm expecting them to do better this season. I think the Vikings will keep them, but um, I, I, I don't know why <laughs> it hasn't happened. But uh, Claiborne still, still out there. Uh, Sums up with that. I, don't, I, I, I think they, I think they really not gonna bring him back. Because if they, you know, Max said he wants to bring him back, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe Gaze not, you know, maybe Gaze is not uh, impressed. He must with him. be hurt or something. He, he I think Chris, yeah, another team would have brought him in. No, I'll, I'll, I think Chris, Chris makes the point. I think, yeah, I think Chris made that point before, uh, where he said that he must have been rehabbing something because that at this point of camp, nobody is. His signed this guy. What's going on? Something must right. be going on. A veteran, a veteran yeah. like him. Yeah. Listen, we we could say how bad he is and all that, but he's still a veteran cornerback, and that's a position I don't that's know. definitely needed. Did he was was he injured before the uh the season? I don't know. I, I don't know. It, it, it's it's kind of weird. It's, it's just it's just weird that nobody nobody said because I don't oh. remember any injury. But I I'm just saying that it's just odd that nobody has even signed him. I think he made right, several last, visits. Right, the last uh, game, the last game of the season, uh, they placed him on injured reserve with a shoulder injury. But other than that, it wasn't mm. nothing else. So um, I don't know, but they, but you know, as the articles just saying they. Things like Chicago Bears need a defensive back. Kansas City should sign Claiborne. So I, nobody don't know what's really going on with with Claiborne, and that's really weird. <laughs> that's really weird. Yeah, something uh, like I said, something must be up with him that you know. Yeah. Or like I said they could just be waiting it out and see how the chips fall after you know cut start happen. That could be too. Yeah, because it's, it's yeah you're right too. It might be that because because at the end of the day you're paying the veteran min, veterans minimum for average guy, 
You know, you're trying to pay it as least as possible that you can, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah. I don't know. This it's, it's very weird to me. It's, I don't know. It's just weird. I guess it's weird to all of us because we talked about him for the last few podcasts and he's still is, is mm-hmm. out there, you know? And he's still <laughs> out there, right? And it was, I mean, yeah, he was not great last year, but you know what? At, at the very least, he could add depth to any team. You know, a veteran cornerback. Mm. So, former first round pick. I mean, this guy's—he's got talent. Mm. He's not I, I, old. I mean, he's only twenty-nine. Yeah, he's twenty. Yeah, I think he's twenty. Yeah, he's twenty-nine. But yeah, we'll see what happens. I guess. Uh, I don't yep. know. Um, yeah. So, um, as we move along, we're gonna move along to uh, Sam Darnold studying uh, Peyton Manning and Jay Cutler film, and it's Jay Cutler from two, from when Jay Cutler was, when Gaze was with Jay Cutler, not Jay Cutler, that's been garbage. The the best season that he had with Gaze, garbage. Jay Cutler, before, before y'all even go in and say, Mr. Cutler, he was garbage. No, it was the Cutler had the best season out of his whole career when with Gaze was there. Gaze basically gave um, Sam Darnold film from from 2000, I think 12, all the way down. So, um, so how, so how do y'all feel about that? Um, I, I, I think, think it's great. Be a good idea. Just at least to um, yeah. give them some ideas of you know how to run the offense. There you go. Um, the, my, I would say my only, I guess, dreamy drawback is from it is that, um. He's studying film of things defensive coordinators have seen for the past X amount of years. So, you know, if they know this, they might be able to pick up on certain tendencies within the offense. For example, um, I think they were saying uh, during some of the OTAs how uh, Adams, how Jamal Adams, Adams was like, yep. and he's only played them four times, you know, so. I guess that you know that can be the only drawback I see. Yeah, um, definitely, I I totally agree with uh, Kyle on both both here. But I think I think it's more. I think um, him studying the that film is more of a ba- of a basic nature. I think I think what he's looking for is the way the um, the way that what Gase need, wants in uh, execution of the offense and what the footwork is gonna be the timing and stuff like that. I don't think it's really about uh uh or set behaviors per se. I think I think a lot of what he's looking for is how those two quarterbacks uh, uh, executed that offense. Um, uh, I don't see anything wrong with it, um, but I still, like I said, um, uh, if you if you make it too much of a thing where you kind of, uh, kind of uh, instead of just using it as a reference point, you kind of making it part of your game, then Kyle, what Kyle just said becomes a problem where. You're starting to show the um, defensive coordinators tendencies that they've seen already on film, and you don't want that. You know, if he could just make it as a reference point, then fine. But if it's gonna be, if it's gonna be where he's gonna start inserting certain behaviors and certain tendencies into his game that he saw on film, then that 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 definitely wouldn't wouldn't be a plus. Yeah, um, I think I think in my opinion, I would like to say uh, I think it's a I think it's a good thing, you know, to show that much confidence in your quarterback coming in the second season. Uh, you know, it's like, listen, I just want to, you know, I'm giving you all these films. I want to see what you can do. 
on the field. I heard this. I heard so far, but you know it's OTA, so we really can't count it. But I heard this uh, paying paying off for him. You know, he's asking questions. He's um he's asking questions. Is basically studying. Is he trying to be be like Peyton? No, he's not. He's trying, but I think he is trying to be a better quarterback, and um I think it I think it could pay off. But just like just like y'all said, uh. If they, if they, uh, if Sam Donald do start to show that same type of uh, level that Peyton Manning does, like basically, and they know what is going on, then yeah, it could be a bad thing. Um, but other than that, I don't have a problem with it. Uh, Sam Donald really wants to get better, and uh, we got the receivers to get better. I'm hoping, I'm still hoping Quincy, uh, you know, stay healthy. But I think we do have the guys. I think we, I think we have the guys to, uh, for Sam Donald to get better. If we see, if we see. A hell of a performance from Darnold this season, which we all is, but um, I think which we all is not just us Jeff fans, but also the media um, is is uh, I guess wanting to see. Then you know, hopefully, you know, hopefully this was is this is a start. That's all I can say. Uh, I think hopefully this is a start for Mr. Darnold. Um, I, 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 it was one thing that I forgot we were supposed to talk about, which was Gerald McCoy. We forgot to talk about Mr. McCoy. Uh, He's between three teams, which is Carolina, Baltimore, and who was the last one? Cleveland. Who y'all think he he will sign with? I think I think I bet I think mm, at this tough, it's money. I think it's at this point it's money. Mm, I think yeah. I think I um I think uh the kind I think in my opinion be a good fit for him. Uh um definitely would be a good fit for him in my mind. I think I think the whole hype train with the Browns is kind of going off, uh going overboard. Uh, um, I would stay away from that. It's going way overboard. Yeah, I don't trust. I don't trust it. I think it could fall apart, and everybody will end up with egg on their faces. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that's my that's my opinion anyway. But I think you know, I think I think Carolina would be the better choice for him. But oh I think at this point, God. I think at this point, he's it's it's money for him. I think he wants to get something around what he was supposed to get. With the Bucks and 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 that's probably what he's looking for. That's why he's sticking that long. I, I think yeah, I yeah. think if he wants to play for a contender, uh, I would go with Baltimore. I think I, I think my I think my choice would be Baltimore. Um, he already stayed out there. Um, he stayed out there and he stayed and they were trying to make him stay until he get a contract. So um, but yeah, I think I think Baltimore would be my I think Baltimore would be my choice. I hate to say that, but. You know, with them <laughs> trying to bring in more more guys, uh, uh, and and with the help that they need, I think it's going to be Baltimore. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. yeah. I would, I would. You never know. I would have said Baltimore as well, but um, I was saying with um, with all of the the guys that left there that were like key components to yeah. yep team, I don't know if he would want to go there because now it's like. He really wouldn't have any help. So being a, a 31-year-old guy on a team with no help around you, I don't know. That's just asking for problems. That's, but if he wants to play, what they that one? Who, 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 like, which of the three teams is going to be the best contender? Like, let's they, really think about it. Carolina's not yeah. going to be bad. Car- yeah. Carolina's team is solid. Yeah. It depends on – it, it just depends hey. on um, – what's his Cam name? Cam Newton. Because his shoulder yeah. – yeah, he's, he's isn't he coming? Yeah, he he's, he's, yet, he's think, injured. Right? Yeah. Yeah, he had surgery. He had surgery. Yeah. yeah. So I think I think once he finds out about Cam Newton, then he'll I, go from there. You know, if he knows Cam I Newton's mean, gonna be back, if you talking about you, know? you want to play for a contender, and you and you know, you know, just like we talked about with Sue, 
um, they both was kind of like the close to the same. Um, I don't know, like those three choices. That's like, yeah, that's like, that's like with uh, scraps, scraps and scrapings, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's no definite. Because you know what? And Baltimore's in a really yes, good Yes, they are. Definitely. You know, they are. Yep. And it's yep. the same with Cleveland because Pittsburgh. they both was in the same division, correct? Yep. yep. Right. If, I, if I'm if i going to pick one, I would go with Cleveland. But, cause, and Cleveland, he's got a lot of help. Uh, yeah, place. he does. Yeah. That is true. Yes, he, yes, he does. Stacked. Very stacked line. That's it. Yeah. So. That, that line is very stacked. That and the damn linebackers. So he might go there. I think it depends on you know what it might come down to that or it might come down to the money too you know you, you can't you can't play for it you money. can't say you want to play so. for a contender and then want the and then want a hell of a lot of money too thinking that you're about to get thirteen million <laughs> right right yeah no he's already got his money so I think he's got to look for the best situation for him and his family because like, it's weird that know? he hasn't even signed with the team yet so I don't know yeah we'll see it's, it's, we'll yeah. see man it's uh, um. He probably don't want to live in Cleveland, but he wants to play in Cleveland. You know There's I mean? nothing Ooh. in Cleveland. Carolina's probably a little better for him to live. You know, they, nice they got addicted. Taking shots, Browns. You taking shots at the land, brother? You taking shots at the land? I was about to say, don't the Browns got one of those dogs, those dog mas- mascots, some shit like that? The roof, the roof. The dog pound. He don't want to. He don't want to wolf wolf in uh in Cleveland. <laughs> I guess not. Oh my god, it's tough, man. But Cleveland, when you look at that, oh, when you look man. at Cleveland, the team on paper, yeah, stacked. definitely on paper. Yeah, both sides of the. On both sides of the line, Ooh. too. I mean, that's really good. So, man, but I think Baltimore. Yeah, I think Baltimore's my sure. choice. I don't, man, I don't know. I just, I just said it. But hey, if you, if you feel like they he'll work out in Carolina, then he might, he might yeah. work out in Carolina. Remember, I just wanted to know what the, the hell happened in Carolina when they had that good. They started off good as hell, and then they just fell apart last year. Yeah, I think it was partly mm-hmm. because of Cam being injured. I think, I think, I think somebody pointed it out somewhere. Uh, on on PN, I think pointed out that he had that his numbers kind of just fell like rapidly. Yeah, they like, after the first four or five games or something like that, and I think that's that kind of coincides with him getting injured uh, um, mm. because I think that the defense is still solid. I think I wanted to also make a point that uh, one of the best pass rushes that was coming out in the draft, Carolina got him, Brian Burns. Uh, Correct. Um, if he we, could, if he could, yeah, right. if. Hey man, if he could do something down there, you know, McCoy in the middle, him coming off the edge, hey, never know. Yeah, we did have a, talk, mm-hmm. a conversation about him, but also, uh, Christian McCaffrey, he looks fuck. Whoa, that man, <laughs> that man been working. Oh, he was yeah. Looked like he took, he took like he took a couple of PEDs, you know, some steroids and everything. <laughs> oh, he, he looked. Don't, that, hey, Adam, no, don't, hey, Rod, 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 no, don't, don't come looking for me. Don't blame it on me if if, uh, if he got suspended. He, he looks. He, if you look jacked out. up. If you if you watch Family Guy, he kind of looks like Stewie when Stewie was on on steroids. <laughs> mm. Oh goodness, yeah. I, I just I just know that Christian McCaffrey looks. We got to take stop taking. You know? and that he's, he's a great player, player, man. Stop taking yeah, shots. Yeah, yeah, of course he's a great player. player. But I'm just saying that man that man went from like little to what the hell just happened? Yeah, it's true. That man mm-hmm. that man put on more pounds than Darren Lee. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he put on more pounds than Darren well, Lee. I'm just, I'm just saying. But uh, hopefully, he's using different stuff. But, yeah, I'm not to say, but uh, Mr. Cam, if Mr. Cam Newton, uh, if he, he if he could be healthy, I think. But what, what also the problem with Cam Newton is, is that he, he just, he always wants to run that ball. He's big as a linebacker, but we always talk about these quarterbacks always running. Look at RG three and all these other quarterbacks that's mm. running. It didn't happen to Mr. Jackson yet, it's true. but. You know, mm-hmm. like these quarterbacks always running, and then they want to go head first for the first down instead of trying to slide. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, like, yeah. like, look, like, like how, like how, you know, I, I understand because Cam Newton has been, you know, been abusive to that. Uh, what is it? The helmet, uh, the uh, roughing the passer when he got mm-hmm. hit in his helmet sometimes too. Yeah, he gets hit a lot. Yeah. Yes, he does. He don't know how to get down when he's supposed to get down. <laughs> I think you need to do a Tom Brady, a Peyton Manning approach when they when they know they about to get down. Just slide, slide down. I'm just, I'm just, just gonna take down. that L. Yeah, just take. Yeah, that's it. Just take I'll, I'll take the L. Yeah, yep. I agree. I'll take the L. That is uh, bad. But um, next week I think we'll get into some. Uh, we'll get into all of that. Oh yeah, uh, Charmin won't be here with us next week. Um, he he gonna go on this vacation with his wife. He leaving us, so we very sad for that. But um. <laughs> But I'm next, miss but, you that, guys. but but enjoy, but enjoy your vacation, and um, we'll but you. but we will have Kyle with us next week, so you know, so we won't we won't be missing out on next week. So um, make sure y'all give us a follow on uh, Twitter, Jets Fans Podcast, and on Instagram, NY Jets Fans Podcast. Um, guys, another another great episode, and thank um, you, thank you, thank until, you, Kyle. Until next week, thank you, yeah, yes. thank you, thank you, Kyle, Thanks, for, Kyle. for joining us uh, today, and and I hopefully. Anytime. Yeah, but we'll have you with us next week, Kyle. Um, but until next week, guys, um, take flight. Jet up. Take flight, guys. Jet up. Yep. Jet up. <laughs>